0: Film fans and Welcome to episode 34 of The Big Review Ski, the show from Joe and her that sweet Jesus and mother of Christ in heaven is truly a gift from God. It's in the Bible, so it has to be true. That's blasphemy. It's not blasphemy. It's blasphemy. It's blasphemy you. Uh, that's good. You're welcome. That's a very good joke. Uh, I'm your host Owen Doherty and I'm delighted to be joined by the Adam and Eve of the film review world. It's Rory Cashin and Caro Doherty. I like to refer to her as my rib.
1: What? I, I'm not sure how I feel about being your rib. Well that's in
2: I didn't actually <laughs> specify
0: who was Adam and who was Eve and that that's fair
2: that's true that,
1: so that's, yeah. that's feel very, free to claim
0: either of very those uh, I appreciate it uh, unfortunately this week though uh, Palmer has been banished from the Garden of Eden aka the Big Reviewski uh, podcast studio he ate um, all of our apples he did he took all the apples uh, if you'd like to get in touch with the Big Reviewski so that we can come to your house and say mass or perform exorcisms or eat all your haunted apples as well you can tweet us on Twitter at Big Reviewski or you can WhatsApp us on zero zero three five three. 874-00-1103. is that the actual number that's the actual number you dug it out I went back and looked for it
1: are you sure it's a number Oh well don't say that to me Has it's there a- been
0: messages on her? Uh, I didn't go that far I literally googled, <laughs> yes. googled the number Got it Got it Listen you gotta do these things In baby steps uh, I'll check the phone next week uh, It's a You can probably gather already uh, A holy shit show Of a show coming up this week uh, As we'll have <laughs> reviews of The Nun Coming up later on Black 47 American Animals I'll also be joined by Four phenomenally talented guests Three of whom Are Irish I just want to say the word whom. whom I don't know if said that's said well. I don't know I if that's the right, the, that the right context is that the like right three of whom yeah, yeah that's three right three of whom are Irish uh, we've got Hugan, uh Stephen Rhea, uh, Lance Daly and Bart Layton as well let's see if you can spot that oh no well Lance Daly's kind of got an American yeah, name as, mean, as he well he sounds like he a cyclist <laughs> he does um, plus we've got high clues you'll probably never get and an amazing prize which I haven't picked or um, decided on uh, I haven't found any prizes yet I think it's
2: I think you should give away that phone
0: The phone that that Uh, we never check every single week. We're not using it. Um, But whenever we do decide on a prize it will be amazing. Trust us. Um, (laughs) How are you both today? good? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I would like. Alright. Okay.
0: Okay. Cara. I can't seem
1: to bring my voice down. Squeaky response there. I'm Grant. Thanks very much. (laughs) You see,
0: that's much more chirpy. Why can't you be more like Cara?
1: Yeah, Rory. Why can't you be more like me? I
0: don't know. I don't know. I don't know. While Cara and Roy, uh, why Roy can't be more like Cara. Uh, it's time for the big question on the big review ski. And for this week's big question on the big review ski, it's over to me, Owen, for this week's big question on the big review ski. <laughs> Owen. Um, <laughs> Owen, that's me. Um, what was the question? Oh, yeah, so because The Nun uh, is released in Irish cinemas uh, this week, uh, I was wondering, like, because there's so many amazing priests and nuns and just people here in the church uh like not in general Um, (laughs) the pope he's there as well but in films uh so many famous people who have played them so i was wondering who's your favorite member of the clergy in film right
2: okay so i immediately had like an answer in mind okay and then i was like i better not pick that i better pick something else and then every Why did
0: why like why? Why
2: did you say that? Because change your I was mind? like A, it's 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 so obvious and B, I had a fear that someone else in this uh in this group would pick the same answer. So okay. I, was like, I better pick something else. So I rattled through like ten or fifteen, I was looking just lists online of seven best nuns in interior, <laughs> amazing 12, 12 a, best priests in movies there's a guy movies. who's
1: made a list that has over 300 broken down by by what? religion and and type it's unbelievable
2: that's incredible that's a lot Like, <laughs> and he's probably looking at his analytics today going what why is <laughs> why, is why are these
0: skyrocketing
2: um, there are three people on my website today <laughs> uh, but it, I haven't gone through them all I was like no I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my first choice gonna go it's, for the original uh, one uh, okay none of them have, have none, none of them. them
0: nice 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 joke I see what
2: I did there so sound guy if you could
3: I just hope you don't think I'm going to wear what I wore at Catholic school no siree no ugly green jumpers for me and no stupid clunky shoes oh with this gold thing could you have a dry clean for me
4: open the cabinet to your left you will find suitable attire cool
0: any idea uh, what card do, you, do, you, do we uh,
1: I haven't a clue I, I mean I don't know maybe I should sing some songs to Jesus and maybe I'll find out <laughs> maybe you'll find
2: out uh, it is uh, Whoopi Goldberg sister, sister, sister Mary Frances
0: uh, it's not Mr C- Mr <laughs> it's Mr Mary it's not Sister Mary Clarence oh
2: it is, yeah, it is Clarence sorry yes, yes it's yes, definitely it is. Clarence i I'm right <laughs> <laughs> um, Sister Mary Clarence in Sister Act uh, or Sister Act 2 Back in the Habit which I uh, love as, as a title sequel uh, sequel title I'm okay (laughs) Are
0: you sure you're okay We hurt you Roy We don't have We do Sister Mary Clarence Is uh, Or Sister Mary Frances Either one of them She's uh, forgiving If you get her name wrong Uh, We used to have that Film uh, The first one On VHS And it was just I think I still have it Somewhere in the house
1: I didn't even have it on VHS. I recorded it off the off telly the on TV. video.
0: Old school piracy. <laughs> That's the <laughs> way they do it. Go. You will be arrested after the show today. So Cara who did you go for as your favorite member of the clergy in
1: film? Yeah, I I mean fairness she's very obvious and then I was I, oh I went through so many and then I, somebody really tiny not literally tiny but a small character jumped out at me because I'm a massive Joss Whedon fan and I went for Shepherd Book from oh, Serenity brilliant by, by the, the fabulous and now dearly departed Ron Glass
0: that's a great shot didn't see that coming was that on the list of 300 people (laughs) who are on your man's list as well i I didn't get that far
1: because the list was very long but no i was going through the list and i was thinking hang on i know there's a priest out there who's (laughs) a little bit not so priestly because he did like to shoot people if it came to it so yeah shepherd book
3: don't the bible have some pretty specific things to say about killing
0: quite specific it is however somewhat fuzzier on the subject of kneecaps (laughs) <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen Serenity in years. Yeah, It I, holds uh, up really well. It really Because does does. Um, I remember seeing it first in the cinema and then coming to Firefly uh, afterwards, like kind of years later as well. Uh, Brilliant I was, show. It was
1: one of those original Firefly out the gap, like, Firefly, <laughs> oh, right. mad obsessed first people. So how did
0: you feel after it was cancelled?
1: Oh God, I was devastated, absolutely devastated. And then when Serenity came out, it was just that hope that maybe, just maybe and no no no, no definitely <laughs> I'm not still waiting well at
0: least you'll always have Shepard except have he them. died but but like you'll have those clips <laughs> that you can play for him anyway
2: you've got the internet
1: I did, and I did meet the lovely Ron Glass once and he was a very very lovely man I had a ah, lovely brilliant. conversation with him mm-hmm. um, yeah, your
0: memories very That's nice, nice memories all together um, so yeah have got a face of a man who's done
2: yeah, something terrible yeah
3: this was my choice oh shit <laughs> <laughs>
0: everybody Oh sorry not not yet wait wait e- everybody <laughs>
4: Hail, holy queen and throne above oh Maria. Hail mother of mercy
0: so <laughs> yeah oh! I went for uh, Serenity as well clearly <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Showgirls the musical um, yeah Sister Act I couldn't uh, I did have another one chosen and then whenever I wake <laughs> up I'm not going to say it Down don't worry did. I'm not going to say <laughs> The Princess Bride and the, the priest slash bishop <gasps> from that oh, never it's like it. um, but, but I kind of watched it back and it was like no no like the, seriously the most iconic one from whenever uh, we were growing up as kids well for me anyway was uh, yeah Sister Mary Clarence
2: Dolores yeah because yeah, not my close second was the priest from the exorcist Oh, who I oh just really? obviously he clearly didn't pick because he doesn't sing
0: <laughs> he doesn't sing that's. <laughs> maybe do if he what, had have sang my one issue with the exorcist is that there's not enough sing-along songs in it <laughs> Yeah, definitely um, so that was our big question on the bigger so please do let us know uh, thanks everybody who got in touch after last week's question which was what is your favourite documentary that received this cinematic release a whole bunch of people went for Senna which oh, is yeah. a brilliant oh, shout so uh, as well and uh, actually a guy called Ian went for uh, The Atlantic which was the Irish uh, documentary amazing, where, which is a brilliant amazing. brilliant documentary so uh, thanks to everybody getting in touch but do let us know who's your favourite member of the clergy in film now though it's time for this week's example high clue are
2: you guys ready? Uh, oh god, I don't no. know we'll, we'll no. see we'll see, we'll see. no no we are we are you god damn you
0: guys have you got a pen? Have you, have you got a
2: high clue? I've got a high clue ok let's I've go I've got a number of Syllables Questions Let's go Ready right? mm-hmm. Is this the right page No
0: <laughs> Ah come on
2: I'm sorry Alright Okay Not one direction Not One Direction Tick tock Tick Tock Comma Comma No the war won't stop
0: No The war Won't
2: Stop Hamlet Hamlet Bane of France
1: Bahooner What?
0: Bahooner I like Bahooner 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 of France How many syllables are in Bahooner? (laughs) Bane
2: of France Bane Like
0: B-A-N-E Yep (laughs) No the other well known spelling of Bane Well no I still prefer Bahooner (laughs) Bane of France Okay Me too Not One Direction TikTok no, the war won't stop. I couldn't read my own writing there for a second. Hammett, Bain of France. Let's do a quick syllable check. Not one direction. tick TikTok, no, the war won't stop. 7 Hamlet Bain of France 5 575 so it's all on us Cara
2: you've got a face of someone I think you know it okay okay Okay. you are like an open book you have <laughs> what is your open emotions are, you? are classic class. strip <laughs>
0: poker <laughs> <laughs> sitting Put. there no clothes on yeah, me. Clothes <laughs> this, no I thought one, we started with no clothes on no one did not ever, get dressed during strip poker no
2: one ever said strip I don't know where <laughs> you got this from
0: <laughs> give what me your it? money is there though. another game strip snap Kara, <laughs> 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 any ideas
1: well, I, well, Yeah but then it's probably too obvious
0: I don't know I don't know I don't know What are you thinking? D-
1: Dunkirk?
0: Dunkirk Well this is what I'm thinking as well yeah, so. It can't
1: be that obvious so well, it's Dunkirk see. connected
4: so, okay. so
0: we've got not one direction So no. presuming that's Harry Styles, Harry Styles. Um, And then we have TikTok Which is off the soundtrack yeah. The fact that they use the, the clock And Hans Zimmer uses that Throughout the soundtrack No the war won't stop uh, Well it's a war uh, and it's not stopping, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Hammett is Kenneth Branagh, who's in the film, and Bane, Bane of France, because they're. Tom Hardy. Oh, Bane is in there. Of course he is. Yeah, Tom and Hardy as well. And he France. is the Bane of France as well. Um, so, yeah, yes, is the yeah. answer Dunkirk? Sister right. <laughs> Car can we get a five and a an half? So, look at this, look at bow i
2: so yeah. finally yeah. Do you Thanks. know how I think we should celebrate? What? If you could play
0: that music
5: Yeah, let's go <laughs> to the movies <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yay, you did it you guys
0: Bro, we Are so much happier now? This is great <laughs> I'm this so week. happy for my friends <laughs> Are they here as well? They're coming along too. Oh This week, these are the top 10 films at the Irish box office. Number 10, I made a really bad joke about it falling out of the box office last week. It is Mission Impossible Fallout, and it didn't fall out, it just stayed at number 10. So thanks for embarrassing me, Tom Cruise. Uh, Number (laughs) 9, every week, number 9 is Incredibles 2. And number 8 is the first of our new entries, The Happy Time Murders. Rory, not a massive fan. Even though you are friends with Detective Phil Phillips from from the film. Bestos. Uh, Detective Phil Phillips phone he's my, um, he's my PFF PFF nice and uh, Carrie did you get a chance to see the film I did
1: and I yeah. really wish I hadn't oh no yeah. is it seriously that bad it's pretty bad yeah. okay
0: yeah. it's pretty bad
1: it's just nasty
0: it's it is nasty yeah like nasty towards puppets or nasty
1: yeah and people okay yeah. there's an element I, I wouldn't be a massive fan of things that are very crude mm-hmm. unlike Mr. Cashin here he finds these things rather funny uh, yeah. <laughs> but like a well-timed
0: fart joke
2: is, is yeah, fantastic
1: but this just went in ah, it just went to well-timed yes, bleh, bleh,
0: yeah no. so that's a no to happy time murders what about this though our other new entry this week number seven is searching uh, car did you see that
1: one? I didn't see it but I have heard good things about it yes. it is
0: good it is um, a solid thriller
2: um, along the lines of Unfriended but I think it's uh, like in terms
0: of premise and and kind of set up
2: yeah 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 Um, I think it's I think it's a good film for uh, adults like not teenagers to go see like oh I'm terrified for my own children
0: and of my own children okay fair enough so if you're an adult with children go and see this film to be properly freaked out yeah I'll okay fair own. enough uh, number six The Meg uh, got a chance to see it ah! and you know ah! what yeah <laughs> I things. know so uh, like obviously whenever we've been reviewing it the last couple of weeks both yourself Rory and uh, and Paul yeah w- were disappointed by it so I think like each week as you kind of knock the meg and knock Jason Stata, my expectations were like below 11,000 feet under seawater sure like, it was so when I went to sea, I was like this isn't this isn't too bad so I actually had a really good time so you it. have to remember what? the level I came in no at. I know I know you were like shifting the this author of the <laughs> book and stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah. we were, hearing, were pen pals.
2: we were in a loving relationship <laughs> <laughs> and then his film came out and yeah. I was like we're done
0: Plus there was that opening in the book where it goes inside the dinosaurs' heads and that doesn't happen in the, in no, the film, obviously. No, like, no. It's <laughs> inside.
2: Inside
1: wow, yeah, like, like a dinosaur. Yeah, like
0: there's like a f-
2: like the book is written in the first person from a uh, from a dinosaur from yeah. the opening That's chapters, a, yeah. like the yeah. inner monologue of a dinosaur running away from a shark. Like, so, why wouldn't you make that film? I
1: need to, I need to see, I need to see that adaptation of it.
2: So there, there are two things I have to, I want to talk about. Okay, you having seen it recently? Okay, yeah. So the film opens with Jason Statham saving a uh, a submarine full of people from an unseen. Presence,
0: Yes. Right? Way below. Yeah. Like, way down low in the ocean. Exactly. I'm a marine exactly. So
2: we, we are kind of like led to believe, and you can kind of see it at the end of the opening scene, that this was the Meg. Uh-huh. Right. Then we're told that this level of gas uh-huh. or whatever is, yeah. has kept the Megs below yeah. the yeah. bottom of the uh-huh. ocean. Uh-huh. How was so, the submarine Attacked by the shark If no shark Has ever come above That cloud before
0: Uh huh Question mark Okay you're asking me This question Yes Owen who's just a fan Who just went to see the film And wasn't involved In the writing process No I'm, I'm asking like, If you're like Oh I have an answer for that No I don't have an answer Did For you that because notice that At the start of the film Whenever the submarine Is under attack I actually thought I was wondering: Is it the Meg, or was it actually a giant? Which you see this in the trailer as well, like a giant squid. Because I thought I saw like a suctiony mark type thing, so maybe that could come about the thing. Mm. It's 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 weak.
2: It's not, especially since you see the shark at the end of the opening. Oh, see? do you? Yeah, well, like when the when the submarine blows up, you see the shark going, oh
0: and <laughs> going God, away. I'm stuck under the you just have to go see it,
2: but if yeah.
1: it's been there for years, maybe it was just working its way through the clouds.
0: Ah, uh, no, you you go see it. The clouds, the clouds got science logic, yeah. so it does. Yeah, yeah. but a very specific way to get. The I know clouds. what you mean about the film in terms of like obviously there's not enough gore, uh, and they did that for like mass appeal in the rating. And I just wanted you you wanted to have you wanted to be cheesier. Mm-hmm. You wanted to have like Jason Statham have unbelievably terribly bad lines. He is the only one who seems to be aware of the film he's in. <laughs> yeah.
2: Everyone else is like,
0: oh my god. There are some. I remember you saying there are some atrocious atrocious actors Yeah, in as well but um,
2: so the second thing oh, uh, oh yeah of, oh, Sorry. part of yeah. our uh, now hopefully more more regular opening crawl section
0: oh nice nice
2: remember I was saying next year because this year was the Meg I was like Meg's going to be the best film this year yeah. and, so then, th- and we, next year we've picked I've, I've picked I'm sorry I don't, <laughs> don't want to drag you into this bus with me Uh I picked the film Crawl Next year, it's crocodiles or alligators attacking people in a flooded house in the middle of a hurricane. In in, Florida. In Florida. And the screenwriters got in touch. (gasps) Screenwriters (laughs) of crawl. (laughs) We're Uh like, thank you so much for saying it might be the best film of next year, if not of all time.
0: So, hold on a second. I have a question because after you're hurt um, with the Meg and the author of The Meg and yeah, your relationship. That's over. Is this a rebound? Is Crawl a rebound? Or is this a meaningful relationship well, with the screenwriters?
2: Well, this is two screenwriters and their <laughs> brothers. There's, there's three of them. Oh, wow. So oh, oh, this is oh, something else. Right. Oh, this, is, this is quite a rebound. It's going to take um, some organisation. <laughs> but we're gonna, we'll work it out. Well,
1: I, I have a technical <laughs> question. If they're giant alligators eating people in a house, surely it'd be over in two seconds because if they're giant, a the house is only so much oversized. Oh, no, they're not,
2: they're not giant. They're, they're normal alligators. alligators but normal. they're attacking people in a flooded house in the but middle your,
0: of a hurricane.
1: But your house is only so much of a size and if you're an alligator you're going to have everybody in five the minutes. Some Go Florida
0: for. houses are massive. Just close the door. But... Google Florida With houses they're
1: alligators and, and, and I no, th- they I, we and haven't
0: it? seen it yet we haven't <laughs> seen any of it yet I'll
2: talk to my boyfriends and ask them <laughs> to, <you> know,
0: <laughs>
3: to
1: clarify <laughs> that
2: yeah. one
0: please number five in the Irish box office this week is the equaliser two. it's Denzel doing his best but uh, it wasn't universally loved here I, I, I did have a bit of time for it number four moving up the chart is Hotel Transylvania 3 a monster vacation uh, so it's going to be hanging around for a while number three no change there Mamma Mia here we go again still doing really well Christopher Robin is now in the North number two spot after being at the top for a couple of weeks car you weren't a fan no, of I re-
1: this like I, I, it really is it's gorgeous but I really don't understand how it's for families and kids so I'm surprised to see it at number two
0: I'm almost as surprised to see it what's number one this is brilliant! I'm to, so happy. To, to, yeah, because yeah. obviously right, this right. has come off uh, the back of word of mouth. Possibly the back of Who's yeah, Who yeah, knows? Maybe. Possibly maybe. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. It's Black Klansman, uh has moved from the number two spot up into the number one. And again, every single person apart from Rory who has seen it, hey, <laughs> hey, what uh, has absolutely uh, loved the film. No, I know you still really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I just had like an asterisk.
0: Okay, that's fair
2: enough. I think Um, it's really good and I'm happy that a film like that is doing as well as it's doing because that's the kind of film you would be like oh it's at number 9 and then next week it's gone um, so I'm happy to see it doing this
0: well in exciting news I'm hoping to go and see it this this weekend that's exciting news for me nobody else really no but uh, thank I'm you excited. for the presentation. yeah. The yeah. oh thanks it's, it's Cara it's nice Cheers. to have
1: something to look forward to
0: yeah, see Cara's nice and Roy's a horrible person thank you um, so that is the top 10 films in the Irish box office this week now as we said we have a couple of interviews coming up for you uh, to mark the release of Two films. We've got American Animals, and we have the director Bart Layton and Irish star Barry Keoghan, who of course was our connection in Dunkirk, in the mm-hmm. example high clue as well. Um, so, were well, you had a chance to catch up with Barry and Bart?
2: I Bart. did. Uh, Bart, in case you didn't know, is the director of the fantastic documentary The Imposter, which was my recommendation for last week, and I'm sure Owen watched off the back of that recommendation. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Okay. He uh, he's back with uh, Barry and a few other really good young actors for this kind of half documentary half fictionally told uh, story of a group of teenagers in America who decide they want to steal the most expensive book in the country um, Barry is just gone from strength to strength um, in terms of his career Bart is I think it's only his possibly second feature um, now it's been six years since The Imposter so he's taking his
0: time yeah, <laughs> making just these films making sure
2: when I'm ready I'll yeah. come back with another one uh, but the two of them are obviously very happy with the, with the film that they have released because it's getting some amazing reviews uh, especially when it did the fef- uh, festival circuit in America so yeah it was, it was really good to sit down with the two of them in uh, in London a few weeks ago
0: so this is Rory's chat with uh, the star uh, Barry Hogan of American Animals and the director Mr. Bart Layton
2: lads how are you doing today? Good man. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Congratulations on the movie. Um, I had a fantastic time uh, watching it, but first things first, what is your favourite heist movie of all time?
5: Um. What's yours,
6: Bart? I think probably most influential would be Dog Day Afternoon. Most enjoyable that I could watch over and over It's probably The Sting.
5: Nice. The Sting, yeah.
6: I just... I remember the my mum put that won- on when I was... I was watching some crap on TV. I think I was watching TJ Hooker. Do you remember that?
2: I do, yeah, with uh, William Shatner. Yeah. yeah.
6: And she was like... Oh, "I must have been nine or ten. She was like, you're not watching that. Watch she this like, thing? If you want to watch something, watch this. And honestly, it was a, like a... That's it class. That like, was a life-changing... Yeah, that was, and i that would be one of my desert island movies. You know,
5: fantastic. Yeah, the same, the sting. Then yeah, you know, the Sting stingers. Well? Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, are you going for the sting? The, yeah, it? yeah. I, um... Have you even <laughs> fucking seen it? <laughs> it's just no, I'm <laughs> I seen it. The Answer's already out there. It's just easier. Uh Barry, what uh, brought you to 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 this role? Because um, it's uh, it's you know it's quite different to everything we've seen you do before.
5: Yeah, I mean, Bart. You know, not only because it's just sitting there, but uh, seeing the imposter is. I've seen it about ten, twenty times, now, and it's a movie I show other people. You know, yeah. if they've not seen it, I'm like, have you seen it? And they're like, no, I'm like, yes. Do you know like, my girlfriend and all? I, I shown her like, and 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 my mother and that. Um, so Bart like was the the attraction for me, and you know, I reached out and I heard that they they wanted young kind of Hollywood stars to play. So I was like, ah, that's me done then. Ah, well. Do you know I can? <laughs> but I fought for it. Young far for me as well.
6: Yeah, well, that was the opposite. We, I did. I mean, I think there were people with money in the film who wanted young Hollywood stars and those kind of pretty boys that you, you know, and uh, right. and I wanted. Uh, Really authentic, you know, just the best. Unique, actors. like
5: basically, you know, it's a nice word for like, you know, not the best looking. Nice word dude, for ugly, you know, man. <laughs> <laughs> unique, you know, you're just you're unique, you know. Ah, oh, that's the difference. Just stand nice.
2: out from, uh, from everyone else. <laughs> was there some, was there a role in particular of, of Barrys that you saw? You're like, well, I have to get him on board now.
6: Uh, not so much. I mean, I was aware of, I was aware of him, and I and he sent an audition tape in you know now there's a lot of self tapes which mm. actors do and they see. and i saw it and it was like immediately it was way more exciting than than any of the and at this point it's getting a lot and it just completely stood out you know his uh, american accent was flawless and uh but I was concerned because he looked so young. I mean, he looked like sixteen, and these guys are in their twenties. And and I'd already was in the process of casting Evan Peters as 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 the other kind of lead. Sure. um And Evan's like thirty, and mm. Barry's twenty five, but looks young. So I was like, "How's that going to?" And so I kind of put it aside and kept looking, and then just couldn't kept coming K-Ogan back was like how's this the kyogen effect <laughs> yeah, it was so then we brought them together brought evan from la brought barry from dublin i came from london we met in new york and did a like a chemistry test and yeah uh, and i was like yes yeah smart.
5: we were got us to walk around new york as well before the audition like you know and you know, i didn't know it i knew of evan and who he was but like i didn't know him so <clears throat> it was nice to you know then go into the room and have a bit of bit of bander.
2: Your character in in this, he he uh, he plays an <clears throat> artist, and he kind of not complains, but he like he he's concerned that specific um, artists maybe don't be taken seriously unless they have some kind of tragic backstory, unless like you you uh, any kind of artist won't be taken yeah. seriously unless they have that's it know, yeah. dramatic thing behind them. Is that something that still figures with actors today? Because. You know, there's certain actors who people take more seriously yeah. if they know they've had that's it. troubles getting
5: there. Do you know, I, for me, definitely, it shaped me as, as not only an actor, but who I am, my experience in, um, in everything. <clears throat> but that's not to say that I'm, I'm glad I went through that and whatever, but it's definitely something I can use, you know, as a, as a tool, as an actor, to go into a movie and, you know, and have an have a emotion attached to the, you know, to the character, or to the scene, and... Do you know? I use that. Do you yeah. know? And and so yeah, it's definitely helped me. So I can see where, where Spencer was coming from. That he needed that crisis. You know, like you know, something bad to happen. Like and you know, he's he's looking at Van Gogh and he's looking at all these people. Like and he's like, oh, what do I have? You know, I might have a nice a nice guy from all this. Like, but I don't have that thing I can I can draw upon. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And Bart, when it this film, the characters in it, they they obviously are referencing films an awful lot Mm. uh, and they're hoping for their their real lives to be more cinematic. Mm. Uh, But when it comes to, uh, say, anything bad happening, people will always go, oh, well, people are more violent these days because of movies and because of video games and stuff like that. Do Do you, is there like a line you have to draw when you're making a film like this where you're thinking this kind of film is actually saying, yes, cinema is strongly influencing people when they're doing stuff like this?
6: Yeah, I mean, I think it was always the intention that we, uh, you know, the the movie kind of mirrors their uh, descent into the fantasy of of the kind of the planning of the robbery. You know, it was like, you know, one of them said to me in a letter, one of the real guys said it, you know, he said it was like our version of Fight Club. Mm. You know, it was like this secret that we had. No one else knew about it, and it, it kind of set us apart from everyone else, made us different from. So I think they were in love with the fantasy more than the thinking, this is something we're really going to do. So in a way, what what I wanted to do was, you know, almost make the audience complicit in that, you know, that we want to know what happens, how far are they going to allow this this bad idea about planning this robbery to go, and then... And so we sort of, like, we, we, we want them to do it on our behalf. We want them to do this thing that we would never do, cross this line that should never be crossed, so that we can also know what what it looks like on the other side of it. And then what happens is I think the film demonstrates very sort of, I guess, viscerally and, and almost brutally... The reality of crossing that line—you yeah. know—that it's not like it Ocean's Eleven. It's not cool. It's this very <laughs> yeah. awkward, messed up, violent. You know, and and that I guess so. So there is both kind of refer, re, paying reference to the glamour of you know let's plan a perfect robbery and and then also portraying the reality of what happens if you if you do cross that line and and that's not glamorous.
2: And last thing, I want to congratulate you on behalf of all of Ireland Thanks, on, on why. Thank you. Because that is huge. Thanks, and I, was, I was only reading uh, everyone involved in it on the way over. That's uh, every aspect of it was like...
5: Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> Diane Lane and, you know, that's, that's Melina is, the, uh, is that director. Melina, that's, yeah, she's Melina's fantastic. cool. Like, so when
2: do you kick off on that and what details can um, you
5: Um I kick off on that now in August. So yeah, next month I have to start prepping. I don't have to read the the graphic novels because I never read them. So I've only I mean, read that's, the first one. It's quite good. Is it? Yeah? yeah, that's fun fun homework to do, isn't it? Like you know, oh, yeah. the, the graphic novels. So, <laughs> well,
2: congratulations Thanks, to vote, and, uh, you both, and we look forward to seeing why, and we look forward to seeing when we go to the next part. And thank have you, man. Yeah, a great time with American Animals.
6: Great, real Cheers, pleasure. Later. Cheers. I don't want you waking up
3: years from now wondering what could have happened and who you could have been.
6: Are you sure you're okay? Oh, shit. this is my life.
2: This isn't some game.
5: Can you please not touch the model? Thanks.
0: That was Irishman Rory Cashin with Irishman Barry Kilgan and not an American like we said earlier on Bart Layton. He's like, all right, geezer, all right. He's from London, and I said he was American earlier on. You were like, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's <laughs> English. <laughs> well, okay. But you talked to
2: him in a room. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I forgot. You, you know
1: uh, accent blind? <laughs> yeah, accent. I, I kind
2: of am a little bit,
0: but like I, I know where you're from. Like I know you're from. Here we go. Kerry, there we go. That's the one. Um, So American Animals, as you said, uh, getting brilliant responses on the festival circuit so far. And even from the way you were chatting to the two guys there, it sounds like you really enjoyed it.
2: Does it? Yeah. I'm just really good at my job.
0: (laughs) Well, what's it about, first of all? Uh,
2: Yeah, like I said, it's about a group of um, American teenagers who decide, who are kind of like just bored with their... Uh, day-to-day lives uh, and want to do something exciting something memorable um, and kind of based on the fact that they're all a little bit obsessed with uh, American movies and Hollywood and stuff they decide the fastest best way to get a cheap trail would be to rob something and it just so happens that the college that Barry Keoghan's character goes to houses the most expensive book in America it was written by Darwin Charles, yep, Charles and Darwin. illustrated by Quentin Blake alright thank you you're welcome. Good for you. Uh, yeah, so it, it intercourse between uh, the fictionalised telling of the story, which features all the actors, and then actual interviews with the real guys who pulled off the heist, um, which
0: is a very unique way of telling the story. Amazing. Um, because you do love The imposter uh, so much, uh, Bart's initial kind of feature yeah, documentary. absolutely amazing and documentary, yeah. as you said, he's taken six years to get his shit together for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it work? Yeah. Uh,
2: um, for a lot of it, it does. I think, yeah. I, th- it's a very interesting idea. It's a, it's a very uh, interesting story. It's acted really, really well. Um, I just think it didn't, qu- it didn't quite stick the landing of the point of the story. It told the story, but I don't think it got to the point of the story uh, at all. It was just kind of like even even they're like look they failed so they, they didn't get to to live this fantastic interesting life it's like yeah but their failure also gave them the story that they were looking for uh, so you're celebrating the failure um, which I felt missed the point of the story in the first place if that makes sense mm-hmm. you're looking at me like um, no no, uh, no I was like, just
1: thinking like, no, no no
2: no yeah. Um. so so yeah like I think it's very good but not great okay what do you reckon Cara?
1: I, uh, yeah I kind of get what Rory's saying there um, I did think it was, I think very strong acting wise and there's a great tension in it at the start it, it, you're not really sure where it's going it's, it's a little bit fun you're kind of like these guys are a bunch of Egypts and it could be going kind of straight up heist movie but somewhere in the middle it takes this kind of dark turn and it gets very tense and I find walking away from it that I was my nerves were quite on edge afterwards. I felt a bit shaky. I think it's a lot to do with the score as well. That soundtrack as it goes on gets really really kind of punchy, and, and it, yeah, it, it, you don't i I don't think you really know why you get this weird change in the middle, but you do somewhere and you just walk away very unsettled.
0: And what about Barry then? How is he? Because obviously, as you said, he's going from strength to strength. And he's actually mm-hmm. in uh, another one of the big releases this week, Black 47 as well. And uh, he's had a phenomenal kind of couple of years. And he's just got that news that he's going to be in a brand new major American TV show, which he's yeah. filming now this month. Um, but yeah, how is he in it? Uh, in Because Bart also mentions... Uh, he thought he was a little bit too young to play the part. Yeah, uh, but he kept coming back to his tape and just saying it was just too good, and it was way more exciting than everybody else who sent something.
2: Yeah, like I, uh, the the my concern with this when I was watching it first was like, why would they pick um, Barry to play such an all-American college kid? Because he doesn't like he can do an American accent, but he doesn't look like an American college goer. Uh, but because Barry is so good, um, you kind of forget that after a little while. Which is the exact opposite problem I had with Black Forty Seven, which we'll get to when we get to that review. But um, he is—he is really, really good, and he plays off really well with the film's other leads. Evan Peters, yeah. Evan Peters, who's was also really good, and yeah. uh, deserves to uh, just, just as much praise as Barry gets. Um, and it, it like it is it is a very fun film to to watch from the f- f- like over and over again because the, there's the scenes where Barry's almost interacting with the real life version of himself um and it, it like cuts back and forth between the two of them and they start to like see each other in the story yeah. like it's told interestingly but when you come back away from it you're like Wait, why why did he put him in there like he couldn't yeah, have seen himself when he was about to rob the place
1: Yeah I mean, there is some interesting choices in it um, yeah. I also really like the fact that when you have them the, the four real guys telling the story and each one of them the story is completely different and all it just shows Yeah, like, yeah, yeah and yeah. it just shows that really like when it comes to these things where is the truth and and whose truth is This is, is
0: it? based on a true story but yeah. like it's just it's like all over the shop four different versions yeah.
2: of, I remembered it this way and he was wearing this but he, but I was like oh I didn't think it was a man I thought you were talking to a blonde woman and I was like oh I don't remember who I was
0: talking to but it's like but, all uh, your nights out so it is
2: essentially <laughs> yeah but like the like Bart keeps directing it in different versions of how they remember it so it is it is, it is very interestingly well told and I,
1: and I have to say Anne Dade who plays the librarian
2: oh yeah from the yeah she just has
1: a great cameo in there and just and there's a very it's a very difficult scene involving yeah. her, and that's a real turning point in it. But I just think she's she's probably going to be forgotten in this because it's such a boys' film. But she has a really strong. She does little, very, little very strong in it. So
0: yeah. that's American Animals. It's this week, and it sounds yeah, as you said, uh, even though maybe the film uh, you know doesn't quite stick the land, but it seems interesting enough to definitely go and check it out anyway. Um, one of our other big releases this week is you don't say this every week it's an Irish famine revenge thriller which is why has nobody made an Irish famine revenge thriller before or have they? It just
2: they? doesn't it doesn't seem to be uh, a natural like genre Yeah, every <laughs> assume everyone uh, just a bit tired from yeah, famine a famine revenge little
0: bit wrecked. but like whenever uh, people hear the the very basic premise of Black 47 everyone goes God that sounds amazing um, So just before we get to uh, The review We did um, Have the pleasure of The director Lance Daly Coming into the studio uh, Along with iconic Irish actor And fellow Derry man Stephen Ray We're not Derry That's, dairy, that's where it is <laughs> Roy was shouting to them From Derry I think one of the big
2: selling points for the international audience would be the the big marquee names that you have, such as Stephen, Hugo, uh, Jim. (coughs) Yeah. But in this film as well, you've got some of, literally, the best of the best young talent in Ireland today um, with Mo Dunford and Barry Keoghan and Sarah Green. Um, Have you as a director and have you, uh, Stephen, as a a co-star, noticed any discernible difference in how the next generation of Irish talent uh
4: I guess treats the work. Um I think there well, I don't know about treats the work, but I think there's a there's a there's a level of I don't know if it's ambition or hunger or, but it's also there's there's not the same, there's not quite the same creeping insecurity maybe or self doubt of not looking at you. I am looking at you, but you I'm not. Looking at looking, at I don't mean looking this, me. but I mean okay. Well, even like even I'd be ten years older than or more at least than those guys. Sure, and I certainly come from a generation which 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 is hampered slightly by. Being Irish, mm-hmm. in, you know, going out in the world and trying and wondering where do you, and they don't feel that at all. You know, there's no there's no sense of that it's any that it's anything other than a bonus, and and so they're they're well, super confident and super just well adjusted, like just ready to go, ready to work.
3: Well, I think part of it is you know when I was when I came into the business, uh, you kind of started doing theater and bits of plays and and was beyond your wildest dreams that you'd be in a movie and uh, but these guys know they're going to be in a movie yeah you know because there are more movies and more uh, m- they're more accessible to Irish people than they used to be you know well,
4: that I think that's what I was trying to say it, is yeah, it identical to what I'm saying no but it's actually be- a better way of saying it. it's more like it's, it's I it wish you things are achievable <laughs> I try and and um, yeah, it, it is po- it's possible, that's the difference
2: It does seem Standard. to be more um, more often we're seeing this is the next big Irish director these are the next big Irish actors and actresses um, You've been a director and writer for a while Stephen, mm. obviously you've been involved in Irish film for a very long time um, How do you feel about the current state of Irish cinema? Do you think it's improved vastly? Or do you think it's just something that more people have access to? Or has the quality actually gone up?
4: I think the, that's a really hard question mm. like you could say the quality's gone up but then you go well I mean the films the Irish films in the 90s played on a world stage the films now maybe don't play on the same stage as and, but but it, it's just different doesn't it it's just an ebb and flow like I don't know I think it's really hard I found it hard to generalise on the young actors thing and I find it hard to generalise on this too I think there's I think there have been really good films the last yeah. few years um, and I think there were, but then you know, certainly when you go back past a certain point, there weren't. So I don't know where it started. I think it all comes from you and the wonderful work you've done along the way. What do you think? Thank you, Stephen. I got to be careful here. I'm <laughs> being set up. <laughs> yeah. we had to accept too many compliments. No, no, no,
3: but, but the thing is that when when Neil Jordan did Angel, his first movie, were, um, people said it was erroneously said that uh, it was the first Irish movie but it felt like the first Irish movie you know Yeah, and when we did The Crying Game it was the only uh, film in production in either Ireland or Britain you know and it shows you the paucity of the work that was being done you know that Um, now there's lots of films and with that comes some good ones and some bad ones, you know I love this country what's left of it the scenery you peasants are all the same no appreciation of beauty beauty would be held in much higher regard sir, if it could be
2: eaten this is the final
0: order to vacate. We are taking the roof off. No! no! The English cannot be forgiven. That was Roy Cashin. Hello, Roy. Talking Hiya. to Stephen Rhea. Hello, Stephen. He's not here. And Lance there. He's not here either. Um, the One of the stars and the director of Black 47. Uh, now, Cara, you, like... I, th- I think you've been pretty excited about this film haven't you
1: I have yeah from the when I first heard about it I was very excited uh, the, I mean the first time we have ever had the Irish famine dramatized in any way which is unbelievable what? It, it isn't it, it, we've never had any form of famine related uh, drama either TV or film so
0: oh, like when is it like are people it's it's too soon.
1: I mean, it is It is a combination of the fact that it's still something that's talked about in the shadows. I mean, we've, Irish families today still find it difficult to, to say that they, they know for a fact that ancestors died in the coffin ships or they died in the fields of Connemara or they, they were in workhouses. I mean, it's this bizarre thing that it's still such a kind of an almost shameful time in our history when it was n- through none of our own fault. So. Well
0: we, we have said, uh, yeah that's true, um, we have said uh, because you're old and I'm Doherty and I'm, so obviously my family took the soup during the yeah, famine yeah, and yeah. that's something I'm deeply ashamed of but I said I do love soup. But uh, yes yeah, so what's Black 47 about?
1: So Black 47, uh, in yeah, 1847 the, the famine had reached its, its, its sort of critical height in, in Ireland. You've got almost a million people dead, over a million people emigrating and this follows the story of a guy called Martin, Martine, as they say in proper trying to get the Irishy there right, played by John Frenchville. James? Scott? James. James. James, yeah. Uh he has deserted from the British Army. He's been a ranger for years. He comes home um, and he just sees the true devastation of the state that Ireland has become. He heads home for Connemara, where he finds out that his mother has died of the of starvation because she didn't take the soup. His brother has been killed, and he is just dumbfounded and shocked by how bad the situation has gotten. Uh, then something horrible happens to his sister-in-law and it just, it, it ends up him basically setting out on a vengeance mission to strike down anybody who's been responsible for what's happened to his family and other people in not just Connemara really, but in the wider scale of what's happened to Ireland. If The situation is both complicated and twisted by the fact that Hugo Evening plays Hannah, a disgraced former ranger, and they've had a, they had a, a we say relationship in the past. They've known they knew each other in the past, yeah. and Hannah is tasked with tracking down uh, Martin. But when you you know the land very well, that's obviously going to be a very difficult thing to have to do. And he is joined by a an absolute uppity an upstart of a of a of a young. Uh, a British soldier uh by Freddie, played by Freddie Fox and a very young naive soldier on his first outing uh, the lovely Barry Keoghan and yeah the three of them have to find this pretty much I would like to say in a nice way a bit of a mass murderer and <laughs> track him down as he as he yeah
0: so the like the film itself uh the trailer played before The Meg and seeing that up on the Perfect big screen. Fit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But seeing that <laughs> that up on the big screen, it did like the trailer actually blew me away. Did the film have the same kind of effect?
1: For me, it certainly did, and it's 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 not technically perfect. The, I mean, it's yet yeah, on the technical side of things, uh, it's not perfect, and it, there are there's a there's a few little issues there. But for me, this isn't just a film about history. This is quite a historical moment to see this film on screen. For me, I, I can forgive all of its mistakes. We've never seen the like of this before. It's an incredibly strong cast. Um, I, the lead I'm not entirely certain about he <laughs> okay um, rory
0: has got his own
1: opinion on was, this yeah so well, he, Cara
2: and I almost had an argument in uh, the yes, middle Temple Bar but I, what I've, walking out did. of this film
1: but one of, one of the strengths that I do think I mean we, we really see what state this country was in at that time but I think Lance Daly is quite clever in that Barry Kyogen's character we see through him it, it, he tries to not be overtly political which is a very difficult thing when he has made this so Kyogen's character it does a little uh, without going too far he shows a different perspective of things uh it just it, it yeah rory's just he's, yeah he's really he's making eyes, eyes and they're not good eyes Rare here the go
2: what i he loved <laughs> right okay so the lead actor is australian yeah Uh, Which I thought was a very interesting choice for Lance Daly, considering this is a landmark Irish movie, Mm -hmm. Uh, and there are like the film is littered with fantastic Irish talent because Mo Dunford is in there, Sarah Sarah Green Green is in in there, there. Stephen
1: Ray obviously. Stephen Ray, yeah.
2: Um, My problem with it was that it felt like um, Michael Myers from Halloween was stalking the English army across (laughs) across the famine in 1847 like he was just he was like this lumbering lurching Unkillable giant man who would disappear. Like he, no one that big can be that quiet. But he am on a horse. But like, he would just appear out of nowhere and be like, Bla! and he would kill everyone in the room. <laughs> and then he would to disappear like like smoke. And well, then you're <laughs> really selling it,
1: <laughs> exactly. But he was a ranger. He had fought through I, of the wars. I mean, he was at that, no, that I, time the, if the, the we know Re- from
0: Lord of the Rings as well, like Aragorn. Exactly, those yeah, like the class Rangers, lads. Yeah,
1: and you know,
2: but like I appreciate he I appreciate he had the skills that kills, and that's fine. But it he it was filmed like like he was Michael Myers like he was Jason Voorhees he was just like he would wander into this cottage would have had five or six like super English like which er, they're, they're stupid Irish they're like <laughs> eating themselves again and then you know when, when I share his role. and then he come in and blah and kill them all super violently and then would be off and people would have shot fifteen bullets at him and he'd be like I'm fine and he's rallies off on his horse okay. and everyone's like my God can you we can't kill him. It's like we we'll get more people and, uh, okay. and then we'll just continue on to the next setup and the next setup and I was
0: <sighs> Like I am loving the sound of this. <laughs> like the more I hear you talk about it, and I know Carl loved it as well, but like the more I, yeah. It just seems a bit disparate to me because
2: it was a very important Irish film that fell between being important and trying to be entertaining. Uh, uh, and those two stoles do not align super well. When your lead character, I didn't think was a very good actor. Didn't care for his 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 character at all. Like he he had really he had motivations but no character.
1: Yeah, I think they were going for that kind of idea of the quiet man who comes back from war fairly traumatised Yeah, um, and I imagine wasn't much of a talker before he left and then now war has sort of really darkened him and I, I do think it is it is the, the one weak point that I just don't think he could quite carry, he doesn't really have the charisma to play the the, the kind of quiet man so there, yeah, there is, the, yeah. yeah, but I do think it's, I think it's, it's going to have everybody talking. I think mm-hmm. it is incredibly important, and I hope that it is the starting point of
0: a franchise
2: Black Forty Eight,
1: you know, or of, of seeing more things like that. Um,
0: I, d- I can't believe that this is the first time it's been picked yeah. up in the base.
1: Yeah, screen. it's, um, I mean, even even throughout in everything else theatre so many well, other well was Far
0: and Away set <laughs> this is pretty well actually
1: I suppose <laughs> technically it was a bit later <laughs> a little bit later a little, a little bit, bit. Later, a little little less bit.
0: accurate to be, to
1: be honest they had the tumbling houses they did have mention of the soup you know so, you maybe, yeah.
0: so that is uh, Black 47 and American Animals two films starring Barry Keoghan this week and both sound like they're really Kind of complex, uh, interesting films that are going to divide audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, can't wait to see both of those. Now, our other big release this week, and, uh, it was a little bit of a holy themed show, is, uh, It's um, it's the nun, and uh, can we just hold each other before we? I'm excited because you are (laughs) not a horror fan. (laughs) We keep it's. It's not so much that I'm not a horror fan; it's just that I'm terrible at horror. It's like I am. You are so terrified. Yeah, like they stay with me. They they don't leave.
2: Ultimate horror movie date to go with yeah yeah. I will hold you I will scream I will will kiss you whatever you're looking (laughs) for what's that in the bottom of your popcorn box (laughs) don't worry
0: about it so here's a clip from the Nun before our review off the deck I
1: had a series of visions when I was younger and after
3: each one ended the same thought would be stuck in my head what did you see I saw a nun the church and I talk. was asked to accompany a priest to an abbey in Romania.
2: That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like the creepy old nun. It has history. Not all of it good. It's like cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. Makes sense for I, the but
1: before, before, can, can I just say that I, yeah. I went to a conference school and I was battered okay. by a nun. Right. I was probably one of the last okay. generations to be battered. So I don't know. Should I leave? Am I able? Well, this, for is, well, this, to this? is the
0: thing. Like, because it's not like the church isn't scary enough on its own without people James Wan bringing out like a film called The Nun um, so a bit of context on it first of all uh, this is part of The Conjuring franchise which has just kind of came out of nowhere in around 2012 to 2013 and has actually produced a really good series of horror films I would say Yeah, the the first one was definitely
2: the two conjurings were good the first Annabelle was not good the second Annabelle was quite good (laughs) yeah
0: Uh, and now you've got the nun this is
2: the the fifth uh, Uh, there's a third third, conjuring conjuring. a third Annabelle and the crooked man is still
0: to come yeah so they're obviously making an absolute fortune out of this they're doing something right and within the overall chronology of these films because they are linked Uh, it's The Nun is actually the first of the films set around the early 50s so basically the story there uh, the voice we heard was a young actress uh, Thaisa Formiga who is the sister of Vera Formiga Ah. and like it's just like you know whenever you're like you see someone you're like oh you must be uh, related to wherever their faces and the way she acts uh, it's just uncanny but it's a really nice link between the films as well it's just a nice link is, is, is that character related to there are elements yes uh, I don't want to give too much away but there's okay. but it's just it's, it's just that there are nice Was connections there is she there. Italian uh, no well, not, that, That's not, a bit not like Rory accent. and his barge, where's he from? I'm <laughs> being there. accent blind. Uh, I mean, she was speaking for him. No, she's, uh So she plays this young, uh, very religious girl, but she's kind of a little bit like Maria from The Sound of Music. She's a bit rebellious as well. And uh, she's open-minded and she's been haunted by these visions. So the church asks her to team up with uh, with an actor, uh, Damien Bashir, and he plays Father Burke. Uh, and he's kind of part of... Uh, Burke. Burke. Father Burke. Damien Bashir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Burke. Okay. Uh, Anthony Burke is his name, actually. Yeah. He? But he's not Irish, obviously. Okay. But um so he's part of uh this group of priests called the Miracle Hunters. Uh so that sounds like a show you'd see on <laughs> E or, yeah. or like
1: Sky in the nineteen nineties at like yeah. two o'clock in the day. Right after, and I right watched after watched a Relic that show.
0: Hunter. Definitely. But uh so anyway, the two of them are sent to this abbey in Romania after a nun killed herself in suspicious circumstances. Um, and basically, that's that's where the whole thing kicks off. And right, this is right at the beginning. And actually, Irish actor Michael Smiley is in I there because he's Michael yeah, I love he's, brilliant. he's brilliant. Because brilliant. he never, I love the way he never changes his like. He's got the strongest Northern accent in it's the world. Brilliant. and he I Never changes us, you know. a he is
1: the
2: Sean Connery of Northern Ireland. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm not changing. But in this accents.
0: film, he's playing like a, a cardinal in the Vatican, and he's like, "All right, what about you? We need you to go to Romania and go sort this thing <laughs> out. All right? It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> anyway, so the two of them, David uh, so and Bashir is playing Anthony <laughs> Borg <work>. yeah <laughs> Yeah, and Michael Smiley is playing <laughs> someone in the valley. that Kirtland, okay. yeah. <laughs> sounds um,
1: amazing
0: yeah so anyway the two of them are off uh, into the big kind of uh, abbey and obviously we know we've seen the posters we've seen the trailers this is a straight I, up and there's a nun in there yeah this is there are a lot of nuns oh my god and you're going to have it should have been called the nuns a lot of funs because this is oh. a great crack no uh, listen hey I had a ball I am absolutely shitting myself <laughs> but, but I'm but okay so yeah I, I I'm do I'm so happy to hear that yeah I do love putting myself through horror films. So whenever I sat, this was in IMAX, by the way. If you do get a chance Ooh, to go and see it, an, sorry, oh no. sorry, it was in. The, it's not in the IMAX format, but it was in the IMAX screen. Got it. So the bigger, better, you, you see this for the scares and the sound and everything. And at one point, uh, about fifteen minutes into the film, I had to get up and move seat because I had, I was scaring myself because I thought there was somebody over my left shoulder. <laughs> like breathing there I was like did so you realise
1: you freaked everyone else out of the pressure by moving by in the moving, middle of it by
0: moving around and crying crying loudly um, but uh, so Yeah, as we said, from the poster, from the trailers, you see that, yes, there is a nun. Uh, We know from the previous films there are these evil spirits. Um, And they're they're straight up with it, like straight away from the start. Uh, So there's a mixture of genuinely tense, creepy moments throughout the film. And then there's stuff that is just laugh out loud. Ridiculous. So I think going to see this with a group of friends, you know, go out for the night, you will have a ball uh, and there are certain scenes that are so funny they look like a party when there are a whole bunch of nuns and you're like how do you solve a problem like Maria like in your head and then you're like, ah! <laughs> like terrified at the same time so there's a, there's a nice mixture of stuff and there's stuff that's so predictable and you're like I, I know the scare's coming I know, the, but I'm fine I know the scare oh Jesus there's the scare so no I, uh, I actually it's not a great film but I really really enjoyed it that's good I think that's the best we
2: could have hoped for because when we Seen the trailer was like, wait till you see what the nun does, and she's looking at a nun, and then another nun who's out of nowhere and like frightens that nun. You're like, what is this? What, <laughs> yeah. what is happening? D-d-d-d-d-
1: you can say that because you didn't go to a convent school. I went to a Christian
0: Buddhist school.
2: But
1: there was no nuns there. Yeah, but there yeah, were but male Christian nuns. <laughs> <It was> male <laughs> nuns.
0: Um, there's uh, kind of a third actor in the, as we said, there's uh, the young nun, there's the priest, and then there's like a, a local, or um, ar- Kenny, he's a wee bit of an outsider, but he's the guy who discovers the nun at the very start so he's kind of guiding them up to the to this abbey uh, and he's played by a young Belgian actor but he's definitely a young definitely Belgian actor
2: is he playing like a Russian <laughs> he's playing uh, no, he's,
0: he's playing a guy called Frenchy he's French <laughs> well, but in the film he's clearly stuck in 2018 because he's got all these like these real uh, Americanisms and kind of his humour and it's stuff it's a nun lol it like in
1: the last one the young nun was the last one Was it, which, which was the last one and it was in the the Orphan place where you put children when they're orphans help me an orphanage thank an you orphanage, yeah, that's an orphan. the, <laughs> the orphanage <place.
0: laughs> the young orphan place where the orphans go
1: <laughs> but there was a we young need a nun there was <laughs> yeah, there wasn't yeah there was, do you remember there was a young nun and she was said she was very now she was so modern but it was like the 1950s so they keep chucking in a a mother and young actor. Yeah, so into the so he's
0: mix. he's kind of in there with a kind of his 2018isms. There's also um uh there's an amazing there are some great lines in it. But there's an amazing one where someone says, "Holy shit." and someone else goes, "The holiest." <laughs> which is just <laughs> no. amazing. Is and whenever that happened, I let out a, a whoop because that, f- that was That is that fantastic. Was accents, that makes yeah. me
2: yeah. I'm so happy <laughs> yeah
0: so that is the none it's out in cinemas this week it's 100% worth going to see um, as I said the more friends 100% the more, 100% yeah worth going to see wordplay that is I like it and uh, oh there's two words you'll know when you see it apocalypse none Anyway, so that's out. <laughs> what? That's out that's out this weekend. Um what Yeah, so those are happening? our reviews this week. So uh before we wrap up the show, we do have uh oh, we've got two things. We've got a we've recommendation got a of what <laughs> still there's a lot do. of the show before still to we go. Wrap up, oh, we oh do I thought we were further we on do. through the show <laughs> than we are. There's a whole other page here. <laughs> um Cara, you've got a recommendation of what to watch at home.
1: it's actually a really good week for, for at home films, so if nobody has a life and doesn't want to go oh, out ha, Hello, out, do
0: not recommend them to he will not watch that. I have recorded Crank, by the way, anyway. So you're three weeks behind. I haven't
1: watched it yet. I'm 90% certain that Mr. Doherty here will have seen this at some point in time because it is the wonderful story of Mr. Maximus Decius Meridius. Oh yes, please. Gladiator. It is on this Saturday at 10.30 on Channel 4 and it is for me an absolute must watch
0: yeah 100% sweet um, I've had a craving to watch that for a long time um, so I actually will be watching that thanks <laughs> it's, it's, it's great remember Russell Crowe was like in
2: demand and had <laughs> yeah. real good control of his talent
1: <laughs> he's so good in it just so good in it has gone he's perfect a walking Phoenix on his a vexed terribly vexed it's worth watching for him saying yeah. that alone and he
2: wants to like bone his sister for the whole film It's
1: which was that's weird that's how then, you know he's evil but,
2: which, <laughs> it's shorthand which, for evil but
1: that was so wrong there and now it's Game of Thrones and you're like ah yeah whatever sister's they, they evil they evil they evil
2: but, in Game of Thrones but nobody really cares anymore nice.
1: to the same extent it's like Ash or whatever like
0: yeah. So if you would like to see Joaquin Phoenix attempt to get on with his sister, that's this Saturday evening. That's your selling ten. point for Gladiator. That's, that's the only thing it's I remember from the film. This is not how I
1: thought this recommendation <laughs> would go. Tigers, tigers,
0: the return of the sandal epic. Now, just before we finish the show, I think are we almost there yet? Getting there. We, um, we have this week's competition high clue. So uh, congratulations to everyone who got last week's one correct. It went as follows: Hank plots with the king. Perfect replacement for M. Tenenbaum target. Now. no, no, no. Okay. Context. So. So I didn't write this one. And you, we didn't know the answer. And we didn't week. know the answer. And I know the answer now. I got it during the week.
2: Can I shoot a guess? Yeah, of course. 100%. Is it the Grand
0: Budapest Hotel? It is not. Then I don't know. Okay. So it was actually once I knew the answer, I did have to end up uh, Googling the film, because I was like, "This I haven't seen this film in like since it came out, probably." What? Anyway, so Hank plots with the King. Hank was in relation to Hank Pym, uh, played by Michael Douglas. Right. Plots with the King. The King, because uh, there are so many Kings in film, obviously. This one was in relation to uh, Viggo Mortensen, okay. Aragorn in Lord okay. of the Rings. So you got Michael Douglas and Viggo Mortensen. I was like, "What film? A perfect Murder." Yeah that was the film A Perfect Murder
2: fucking hell I know that's (laughs) obtuse
0: that is a niche but then the the, the middle line is perfect replacement for M because it was dial M for murder perfect to perfect murder yeah replacement for M that's uh, yeah, so um, we were murder, we were f- we were thrown away. off. Yeah, 100%. Uh, a hundred percent. And then Tenenbaum target was Gwyneth Paltrow because she's uh, one of the Tenenbaums yeah. and she's the target in the film. So it was actually much simpler. Except it was just a film that I had actually forgotten existed. I um, enjoyed A Perfect Murder.
2: It's yeah. it's a trashy film. That it's the kind of trashy film they just don't make anymore.
0: A hundred percent. I,
2: I missed them. I
1: have it um, on DVD somewhere.
2: Oh, it's it's uh, out
1: there for my Viggo Mortensen obsessed days.
2: Yeah, because he was in all the so, Hitchcock remakes. He was in yeah. Psycho
1: as well, I remember? <laughs>
0: he was really making a name for himself there. So that was last week's High Club. This week one. This week? This, this week, week one. This, this week won. Okay, pens at the ready. Here we go. oh This week one. Okay, so... Uh, Hang on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm You're ruffling. Right?
2: Okay. Go ahead.
0: We'll, we'll cut all this out. Watch out for the mic there. Sorry. <laughs> I have no space here. I can't live like this. Come on. <laughs> Holy Ghost Witness... The middle line is prof is feline motherly. Feline is F-E-L-I-N-E. And what's prof? P-R-O-F with a capital P. That's
1: a professor. Feline what?
0: Uh, Prof is feline motherly. Mm -hmm. And the final line is MC, both capital letters, in Wolf Club. And Wolf has a capital W. So Holy Ghost Witness and Holy Ghost is a capital H and a capital G. Uh, the middle line is "Prof is feline motherly," and the final line is "MC and Wolf Club." People, Holy Ghost, witness! Prof, motherly. People, you can't see, see this right Club. now, but okay. uh,
1: there's many hands and fingers <laughs> waving. Yeah,
0: everywhere. No, we got five, seven, five. So, uh, yeah, that is this week's high clue. Any, any, like any, anything. Nothing. Nothing? Uh, nothing. Spring into mind, immediately. anyway. Immediately, there's a lot of.
2: I'm hilarious there, oh,
0: So we'll stick that up on Joe, and we'll also have it up on Twitter, and we might text it to you on our WhatsApp number. Now that we can find that. the number, now that we can do that again. Yeah. Uh, but listen, Cara, thanks a million for. Oh, did you get it? No. Oh, I, thought I, was, you, I was just inhaling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know I was saying? just dramatic inhale It was. Oh, it was kind of have you got it? <gasps> I'm okay. Okay. Uh, listen. Thanks a million, folks, and we'll see you next week. No. What? Wait. No, what's next week? Oh, what's coming <laughs> up next week? Oh, the Predator is out, and we're going to have an interview with Boyd Holbrook. Yep. Hopefully, I've recorded.
1: Confession. I've never seen a single Predator.
0: Okay, we're going to kill But well, They have camouflage, and... <laughs> so they are difficult to see. Ah, that's a good Predator joke. See you next <laughs> week. <laughs>